0: Welcome to You Wanted a Hit, a podcast in which we discuss unlikely, perplexing, and positively bizarre songs that swept the nation and off to the world. Hit songs that, looking back, make us think, how did this get played on the radio? Do people actually like this? Do we like this? Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm your co-host, Michael Smith, and I'll be discussing one song per episode with my co-host and fellow music fanatic, pop culture enthusiast, Theo Biden. Each episode, we'll take turns exploring the song, while the other host has no idea what song will be the focus
1: until we hit play. Oh, the fucking cat probably ruined that piece of shit. We gave her cat in it for the first time. She's she's tripping.
0: (laughs) Um, I'm really excited that I found Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest. It's back this year. You sent me that
1: picture, and I was quite jealous. I needed to. Yeah. Make a run to a, uh, they actually, they, they usually have the Bodega in there, maybe. So
0: they, they took a year off. No, I didn't really, and now the new one, uh, they brewed it with a German brewery. Oh. Carefighter. Not but yeah. It's delicious. It's great. I had one yesterday. Um, I'll have one here in a few minutes. One of my favorite styles of beer. And I think Sierra's is, is great. It's
1: coming into that season. So everybody go pick yourself up some Oktoberfest. Before I started researching this song, uh, I despised it, but despised. I think so. Yeah, I really don't like the song. <laughs> but as with almost all the songs we cover, uh, I've grown to love the people that are involved in the story. Okay, so I'm coming around. Uh, now that we are becoming a you know fairly popular podcast in the music space, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's important that we are somewhat relevant. And uh, this this artist okay. this artist we're about to talk about uh, uh, was just recently in the news because unfor- oh. unfortunately he passed away. Not to oh give away the ending here, but uh, goodness, this person passed away recently. Okay, and I feel like uh, it's time we cover this song. Okay, funky, everybody clap your hands. Oh
0: clap, wow! Clap, clap, clap your hands. I figured it was gonna be. Clap. Clap, clap, this is going to come up hands. at All some right point.
1: Now, we got to do the basic step to the left. The cha
0: cha slide. Now, the
1: cha cha slide. I don't know who sings this. Right foot, left step. <laughs> left foot, left oh, well, step. I guess you didn't see the obituary then. I don't think I did. Well, we're talking about the cha cha slide,
0: and this is by DJ Casper. DJ Casper. Okay, I've definitely seen the name before. Probably on this on a jukebox.
1: He is uh, a bit legendary from Chicago, so perhaps you saw his name around town when you were living there. Okay. DJ Casper is also known as Mr. C, the Slide Man, as well as the name that he was born (laughs) with, which was William Perry Jr. Uh, I also saw that he went by Willie Perry Jr. Okay. He was nicknamed Casper as he always wore all white on stage, which... I guess, like, Casper the Friendly Ghost. Born in Chicago, 1965. Born in, uh, and lived his entire life in Chicago. He is, Chicago is like a, he reps wow, Chicago okay. hard. It's a, it's a big I love it. his story. That's great. He started DJing and making music from a young age. I also read that he was a part of his high school's marching band. Drumline, to be specific. And I couldn't confirm if he, I know he DJed at clubs and roller rinks, but I, high school uh he went to hyde park high school oh wow yeah it's a nice neighborhood is it yeah nice. that's where uh university of chicago is oh nice well he was in hyde park uh, high school's wow drumline very cool and i couldn't confirm if he dj'd just the clubs or roller and roller rinks or if he was also a dj on the radio but i believe he was okay uh, it did seem like he had somewhat of a following, some notoriety, prior to the cha-cha slide, in Chicago at least. Uh, for some extra background, a Farley Jackmaster funk, who was an originator of Chicago house music and a friend of Casper's, said for years before he ever told someone to cha-cha slide, Casper had hustled through the Southside nightlife scene, riding roller skates inside nightclubs, pantomining Lenny Williams hits, and making his way out of the club just in time to work a day job. What a what a cool description. So give us a little background. Yeah, day job. Yeah, great description. I also read that he impersonated the likes of James Brown, <laughs> Teddy Pendergrass, among others. <laughs> okay. uh, so that give gives us a little bit of an idea, yeah, uh, of who he was before. So as much as I hate the song when it's played at weddings and wedding-like events,
0: do you hate it? Because does have a good origin. You're just story. not into so, the, the line dancing thing,
1: or you find the song grating. I guess I just find it. It's just mm-hmm. annoying. It, it's just, I think it's silly and dumb. I think, as we'll get into it later, a lot of people love this song and credit this song because it is for everyone, young, the old, every culture, every demographic. Trail. Anybody can do it. And to me, I guess that's why I hate it. Cause I'm like, this is silly. Why are we do it? And it's like, you have a handful of songs you can choose during our wedding. You're gonna play this stupid, silly hit so your <laughs> fat aunt can get up and. <laughs> Dance for one song because she, she's too much of a, of a bore to dance in another song. I don't know. i take you back to 1998. Casper's nephew, David Wilson, worked at a Bally's Total Fitness in Hyde Park. <laughs> and he was a step aerobics instructor. Okay. And he asked his uncle Casper if he would write him a step aerobic routine. What? That he could perform. That's what this song is? That's what the song is.
0: <laughs> I also thought it came out far earlier than that. No. Huh.
1: Ninety eight. At one point we'll talk about it was called the uh, the Millennium Slide. Because it was wow. just before the Millennium. Okay. In one article I read, Casper was quoted saying All of the slides and line dances are pretty much for exercising. They make you move for cardiac, you know, for the heart. It keeps you motivated. <laughs> that was the inspiration behind the song. For cardiac? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So originally, it was just the lyrics. And his nephew, the, the Arabic instructor, would just call it out during his class. And his class became more and more popular, especially thanks to the song. So Casper decided to put a beat behind it. And apparently, this really helped everything pop off. So he originally put JD's song, Plastic Dreams, behind it. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with JD I was not JD is a I don't think so Dutch house music producer and Plastic Dreams was a hit in 1992 and the song went to number one on the Billboard Hot Dance Music Club play chart alright I don't know how you described that I guess this was kind of like house music in the early 90s
0: oh yeah this has got like total deep house vibes
1: okay this one's at number one on that chart. Different time, man. Different time.
0: That's a cool song. Yeah, I could, I could hear, I can hear the uh, cha-cha slide over it.
1: Well, you're about to. So <laughs> okay, great. I actually had a hard time finding easy. Come on up here, the OG version, do it. I bet. And mm. uh, so I found this early before and I right, I couldn't on, place clap it. I guess I could kinda of place it, but mm-hmm. it, it's lacking like clap, some of the clap, elements from the Chacha slide that we know clap, that really made me like clap clap a weird turn. The, right the, the Chachas? it's missing the Cha cha's right. the right. So I don't know if you but <laughs> the Cha slide going. that we know Here and love. Here we go. actually entitled Chacha slide Part Two. To the left. Or the Casper slide part 2, because one the original version, right which right is played over time. JD's song "Classic Dreams," is entitled "Casper's Slide yow. Part One." Okay. And like I said, it was turn also it it for a hot that. second called the Millennium Slide or Casper's Millennium Get Slide. That, <laughs> and there are lots of names for high, it because you know at the time it was like right foot and a robust routine, and foot, you know, people right. mentioned it and that talked that about yow. it, so it was kind of took on a life of its own. Mm-hmm.
0: Turn it up.
1: I mean, hearing. This version there, feels a lot hops, more like an interesting right rubber's routine, yeah, rather than a party song. Now, yo. If you jump in a little bit farther it in, it gets upbeat. It so back, you could see how this would be a good aerobics routine. Oh,
0: absolutely! So it's his cousin who worked at Bally's, his nephew, his nephew. Turn it
1: yeah,
0: did his. Nephew, right? The routine? Out, the no, foot. Casper did Let's go. all <laughs> <four, laughs> Casper. Oh, yeah. uh, if he was an aerobics uh, enthusiast before this, or...
1: We try uh, he's to big into line dancing, getting get people down. moving for the cardiac, man. Right, true, you're right. So yeah, one, this two, version three, of the song popped off. It really started getting going in Chicago. The class got popular, the song got popular. I read that Casper, and possibly the his nephew were selling CDs out of the back of the six car nine. after classes, six of course. Oh, that's One, what I was about two, to ask. Three, that was definitely four, happening. Nine, people six. were asking in the class, right, can I do this now, at home? Right. Yeah. Yes, now. you can.
0: Now, yeah. Wow.
1: I might do this for my workout tomorrow morning. Try it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, of course,
0: Let's Casper did five. not own the rights
1: Let's to the JD of song. I figured that was coming. And after some copyright issues, Casper decided to make the Casper Slide Part 2. And he hired a band to perform an original track, uh, and that is what we know as the the cha cha slide that we we play today. He teamed up with another DJ, Hudson Hot Mix Bodie. Okay. Uh, apparently, it was done in one track, one 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 session um, in a basement studio at 64th Street and Parnell Avenue in Chicago. Okay. Casper uh, and Bodie, South Side for sure. Yeah. Catherine Bodie debuted the new track and the dance at the legendary Taste Entertainment Center in Englewood, which uh, I believe is closed down now. But at the time, uh, well, when it it closed, it was the oldest black owned club in the city. Cool. Bodie said that Taste that night, he said that at the Taste that night, the crowd went wild. So to give you a little background on Taste, the place is actually pretty cool. Yeah, Um, I don't know anything about it. It sounded like the place to be in the south side of Chicago in like the 80s and 90s, for sure. Mm -hmm. I found a Chicago Reader article, and it said, quote, Muhammad Ali sat with the local crowd. R&B singer Rick James dropped in to get a super free corn. The Isley brothers visited every time they were in Chicago. Wow. And Prince asked to use a juicy red-lipped taste logo in his hit movie, Purple Rain. What? I'll show you the logo. Oh, wow. This is really cool. The article mentioned that there was an iconic indoor rain curtain and waterfalls, as well as fish ponds all around. <laughs> One of the former owners said That's awesome. there was a jazz room, a Zodiac room, an outdoor patio. There were players, nitrate poppers, and most important, community. The owner said that they, they invented a drink called the Easy Living, and it's, it's quote, it's a pina colada without the liquor. We use strawberry flavoring. When they want hard living, that's when we put in the alcohol. (laughs) Incredible. And he says, we were one of the first to use the computerized liquor system. We invested $100,000 in that when we started. Now you see the systems in all the clubs. So I wonder if he meant like a a point of sale system or like a ordering system? I wasn't sure. Huh. But either way, it seemed like they were... uh, how do you describe a, a sound
0: system that way? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I see that uh, their
0: last post was 2015. I'm guessing that's when they closed.
1: Yeah, I don't think it was too
0: long ago. Uh, I I see that one of the last things they posted about was they did a a night specifically for CTA workers, for the nice.
1: bus drivers and and train workers. Love that. That's cool. Yeah, sure. It did seem like. Uh, the Chicago Reader article made it seem like it was kind of one the last dying days. Yeah. You the older crowd doing different dances at the time. Uh, but yeah. there were a lot of cool stories and a lot of cool anecdotes so I, I think you'd enjoy it and anyone else, uh, especially if you live in Chicago, definitely worth a read. I'm um, so.
0: absolutely gonna gonna read more about this. This is cool. Yeah. Uh, so they debuted the cha-cha slide
1: there that night. Dude, and Obama was there. Oh, well, of course. 2014. I wonder if he was... He I mean, he might have been there for Chaka Slide debut. Yeah. You know? Might have been Harvard then. Oh,
0: The Post is 2014. I don't, He was currently president, so I don't know if he was there. Maybe he was. I mean, you <laughs> <laughs> know. In town for a fundraising event? Stop
1: by The Taste? Yeah. When possible, we do try and figure out the catalyst for a song taking off. Uh, and in this story, we, we have a spark that we can point to. I love it. It was uh, Chicago radio station, WGCI, a top hip hop and R&B station Mm -hmm. who first played the song on the radio and it was heavily credited for helping the song gain popularity. Elroy Smith was the program director at the time and he apparently prided himself as quote, knowing a good song when I see it, which is great because, you know, you hear songs. Well, he was skeptical of the song at first. One of WGCI's on-air personalities, LaDonna Tittle, had been hearing the song at parties and roller rinks and convinced Elroy to give it a shot on the radio. She said, when I heard it, I was like, we got to put this on. This is hot. (laughs) So, as I mentioned, Elroy was not convinced at first. He said, quote, I was struggling with it. Do I play a line dance song on the radio? Like, what do I do? I was hesitant because I'm not thinking about dance music. I'm thinking about radio. I kept going back to it. The song was too big for me to be so analytical. So I ran it by a few of my teammates and we all agreed. Yeah, this could be a good move for the radio station. And pretty soon it became one of their most popular requested songs. And it really started to take off.
0: I love it. That's so great. Also, that makes sense. Like you're going to be doing a line dance in your car. Totally. Or in your cubicle, or wherever you're listening to the radio?
1: I had no clue that this song was ever played on radio, let alone was, like, fairly popular. Enough yeah. that we're talking about it. I uh, already said it was on the radio for quite some time, and ended up becoming part of the fabric of the station. For several months, we just kept it on. No one ever called to say, this is weird to hear a line dancing song on the radio. To tell the truth, I'm still mesmerized. <laughs> okay, so am I.
0: That is amazing.
1: During this rise, when it's on radio, it was Bodie who convinced Casper to officially change the name of the song to The Cha-Cha Slide. Which makes sense. Because I'm sure people sense. were calling in being like, "You played a Cha-Cha Slide song.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> big... well,
0: what was it called at this time while it was being played? Just uh, before that? It might
1: have been... It was either entitled The Millennium Slide or Mr. C, <laughs> The Slide Man <laughs> Slide or... or... <laughs> What was it? What was it what a, I don't
0: a, remember. Uh, there's so many names <laughs> to this
1: darn thing. Oh, Casper Slide Part 1.
0: Oh, Casper Slide Part 1. Okay.
1: Uh, WGCI is still, is oh, still cool. there. Okay. Yeah, that's a huge station there. Nice. It was thanks to WGCI uh, that it started being played around the city, and it caught the attention of Michael Horton from Universal Records. He was the vice president of Urban Promotion, and he helped uh, get them signed to Universal. I believe wow. this was a distribution deal of sorts. Team you like? Mm. Yeah. Uh, Horton said radio programmers had a strong dislike initially to the song. A lot of them would I can tell understand. Us, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said a lot of them would tell us there's no way we're playing it, but our promotion department was persistent. When radio started playing the song, we heard listeners would call stations up and ask, what took you so long to play the song? (laughs) It's a very uh, radio promo guy. Can you imagine calling and requesting
0: this at a station? No, absolutely not. (laughs) Maybe like little kids.
1: Well, I think it's partially like we talked about with other weird songs. You hear it and you're like, I kind of need to hear that again to process it. Right, and like yeah. maybe you're only hearing it you know because it's yeah we're we're ninety eight ninety nine you're really only hearing it in the car, maybe you're not playing radio at home, you're not like mm-hmm. listening to it on your computer, probably, and so maybe every time you get in the car, you're like, remember that little that little ditty that I heard yesterday driving to work, like I kind of want to hear that again, so,
0: I could see it, maybe little ditty, there's like not even a melody in this song,
1: well, you got the but that's
0: that's percussion, too, which is so crazy. It's yeah, like true, not, true. not a lot of instrumentation, no singing. Uh, Like, you know, of course, thinking of another easy dance to do, the Macarena. Like, that's a full-on song. That's a thing. Yeah. That's, that's, again, that's a song.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're
0: right. This is instructional aerobics <laughs> without video.
1: <laughs> well, we'll get there. So we do have video. Well, when you're hearing it on the radio. uh, well, Funny enough, part of the promotion plan involved making instructional cha-cha slide dance videos to distribute at clubs and quote various black functions such as homecoming events at black colleges which i find funny because the song itself is an instructional <laughs> dance like it's pretty clear <laughs> what you're supposed to do but i guess you know some people are visual learners yeah right so why don't we get visual let's watch the let's video. do it let's do it have you ever seen the video for this
0: i haven't i feel like i've I've definitely heard this at like birthday parties and maybe weddings, but I always think of the bowling alley when I hear this song. Oh, interesting. I've always heard
1: this song, the song in bowling alley. I didn't know you frequented bowling alleys. Huh. Growing up in Central PA, there wasn't a lot to do. That's fair. We bowled a lot. That's fair. Hi, this is it was Ray filmed TV in Chicago, of five course. Of filmed our Michigan oh, Avenue. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it involves. It opens up with a uh, People dancing the crowd like A news station Yeah And she Yeah they're the the on the Mile They are
0: Ferris Bueller's yeah. Day Off <laughs> 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 The parade scene And then we've got Mr. C
1: Like in a studio we got a lot of different uh, A lot different people Young and old in this video Everyone's doing the dance This is a different version of the song it might be. There's a couple of versions of this. It's, it's hard to figure out, dude. Than what I know. It might be. Like, yeah. there are a thousand of versions of Stomp song.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is pretty different than the one I've heard. There's a lot more out instrumentation. Out
1: right foot, there is. With this little... Uh, yeah. The in the background. Time to get Some people got way better moves than others, I will say. Some of these guys are doing this little, like, kick motion. Looks pretty We've cool. got everybody represented in this video. I mean... Right foot,
0: two stumps. Absolutely. Left foot, two True. stumps. Slide to the left. I love the old Slide folks home. The right. That's the best part. I do like that. This is delightful. real smooth. before. That makes me curious which one were they playing on the radio.
1: It might have been this, this version. Why isn't it this version that I've heard more? Just, it's very difficult to figure out. Because there's like multiple versions on Spotify. And, it, and the video ends with the... The news crew joining in. All right, I've come around on this song a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Not really my
0: thing, but uh, this is fun.
1: Yeah. The video really sells it. Before I started researching this song, as I mentioned, I I did not think of any Airplay. So I assumed that this would be one of the few songs that we discussed that didn't chart. But I was wrong.
0: It made the Hot 100?
1: It did make the Hot 100. Do you have Excellent. any idea? This is a tough one. This is really tough. How much How much credit do you give uh, DJ Casper, your, your Chicago boy?
0: Well, yeah, you know, he and I, we go way back. Um, you can rep Chicago hard.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: You know who else reps Chicago hard? Dark Matter Coffee. The Chicago-based coffee roasters are making sustainably and ethically sourced intellectually honest coffee that we truly love. I've been drinking it for years. Try some on us at darkmattercoffee.com and use code Cast at checkout for free shipping on coffee beans from our friends at Dark Matter. That's Cast, all one word, at darkmattercoffee.com.
1: Well,
0: I'm, th- I'm thinking of what you were saying, that some stations were hesitant to play it. That probably means that some folks didn't end up playing it. But I'm also thinking about the single sales... This is a big single song. Have to be, right? Like singles and CDs left and right. Yeah. Uh you know, I'm gonna go with twenty five.
1: Peaked at eighty three. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, so it it, <laughs> it only spent five weeks in the charts. Oh uh,
0: He broke in there
1: though. He did. He got in there, peaked at eighty three, mm. uh, February of 2001 all right mr c let's go through what was what was top in the charts that week we'll start with number 10 number 10 we've got
0: sorry what week is this
1: it is february what date am i uh, it is february 3rd 2001 wow this song is way more recent than i thought it was yeah i guess it is like it does feel like a song that's just always kind of been around. Yeah, that's how I feel you too. really don't think about it much. So at number 10 that week, we had The Way You Love Me by Faith Hill. Ooh. Big song. Yeah, big song. Uh, Maybe her
0: big her first big crossover hit, I would guess.
1: Uh, might be, yeah. And number nine, we have Stutter by Joe featuring Mystical. Mm. We have Matchbox Mystical. 20 with If You're Gone. Oh, our boy Rob. Yeah, I'm sure. We have uh, He Loves You Not by Dream at number seven. Hmm.
0: Oh, Dream was like a girl group, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. We've okay. got Again by Lenny Kravitz at number six. Okay. Love Lenny. Love Don't Cost a Thing by J-Lo at number five. <sighs> oh, yeah. We, it's it's uh, peak J-Lo. We have Don't Tell Me by Madonna at number four. And then, yo know, number three, Miss Jackson by Outkast. Ah, number so good. Two, Independent Women by Destiny's Child, and oh, number man. one, It wasn't Me, Shaggy. Wow, big song, S-
0: stacked top ten. Yeah, stack. Wow, top three. Uh, a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of hip hop, R and B, and Latin DJ Casper
1: sneaking in there.
0: <laughs> I love it.
1: Now, eighty three in the U.S. but Interestingly enough, this would also chart in the UK. It wouldn't chart in the UK until 2004. Wow, that's a long journey. And it went number one, baby. What? It went number one in the UK, <laughs> bumping off Britney Spears from the top spot. Crazy! Wow, Mr. C bumped off Britney. He would, and I think he. I want to say he spent multiple weeks there too.
0: What? Yeah, I don't know
1: what the hell was going on in the UK in 2004. You didn't figure it out. The only thing I could really find was that Scott Mills of BBC Radio One uh-huh. loved the song and fully promoted it on his weekday okay. afternoon show. And he tastemaker. Mm. I mean, yeah, Radio One's huge. So that's all I could really find to give credence to like why it popped off. Yeah, I mean, they love house music there. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's this version. Again, there's seventy many versions. I feel like who knows yeah, which one was right going yeah, where. Yeah. Hard to say, but yeah,
0: it's like a it's like a folk song, but all of the versions are the same
1: guy. <laughs> well, almost <laughs> actually. Uh, so there are a lot of covers and versions of the song online. Uh, none of them are really worth listening to. Uh, I want to hear like uh, like uh, you know those
0: those covers that are like a uh, country or folk. Singer and they do like pop or hip hop or punk songs or whatever. I'm, I want to hear someone do this one, I wouldn't, <laughs> like acoustic guitar,
1: raspy voice. I wouldn't be surprised if you could you could find <laughs> anything out there, man. I'm sure you can find it. Uh, one that I did want to highlight, though, is to your point. At the same time that it was on the rise in the UK, there was another version called the Chacha 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 Slide by MC Jig, who I believe is from this the UK. I'm gonna send you that version.
0: It,
1: it's Sounds identical. It feels like some sort of like weird cash grab. Like, so, so a true
0: cover. Everybody yeah,
1: this guy was just trying to we like. We discussing clap, last week. Clap,
0: clap clap, your hands. clap, clap, clap your hands. I know The Casper Slide the Part Two. Step. He says, "Yeah, it's exact
1: same. Said the same now, thing that DJ Casper said."
0: This time.
1: And he kind of like sounds the videos. same. Music's the same. Foot, yeah, but this video is way more low this budget. This one got some traction in the UK though. Same time. Like I want to say charted. charted like, it charted, yeah. like, number 80 there Turn or whatever.
0: It Take it back now, Train, yo. right? Yeah. This, right. this, time. Right foot, this looks down.
1: like aerobics instructional Let foot, video down. quality. It, yeah, now, it's yo. very 90s, too. Like, the shifting camera. To trying to make it look cool. The fish time. eye. Yeah. This do is, that. like,
0: just club footage. Take yeah. It back now, yo. <laughs> like, surveillance footage.
1: <laughs> we do the kid's corner. Of course. Oh, can you send the kids, kids, bop kids bop version? You can probably hip Imagine bop. what it sounds like. Time, I gonna can
0: gonna imagine. Kiss. This music is just like the the music video. The version I never heard. Like
1: yeah. the Barrington Bear. Maybe we just like think we've heard a different version. <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> it's like Mandela effect. Yeah. The
1: version he played at the beginning though was the one that well, I. Oh, yeah, when I announced the song, that's the, the main one. On Spotify. Huh. So yeah. interesting.
0: Uh,
1: song is featured in Deadpool 2. It was also featured in Orange is the New Black. Mm. And oh. Casper makes my oh, appearance in this do. What show? Yeah, he's in Orange hey. is the New Black. Yeah, wow. so that's amazing. Scene is uh, I did not watch yeah, the show, so I'm gonna, I don't know, the characters' name, but um. One of the main characters is having like a like a trip, and she's like seeing things, and she I guess like sees everyone in the jail cell start doing the cha cha slide, and then Wow, Casper pops up out of nowhere.
0: There he is. There he and is. He's wearing gray. That's great. Yeah, white shirt underneath. Very random. that's very cool. It's like unless you really know him, you wouldn't know it's him in the show. So that's cool. If they put him in there. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. That's really neat. Uh, The song was featured in a Pepsi commercial that aired during the Super Bowl. That's big. I mean, definitely a song that works for a Super Bowl commercial. Showing like players and mascots clapping their hands. This song was also featured in a McDonald's commercial. Wow, covering all of our bases. This one's funniest. (laughs) goofy. Uh, there's got to be a short hands, version because this is a long version. Clap, 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 and it's clap, a, a little kid coming to the dinner clap, table. The boombox. He's, he's dressed in right a foot, gold jumpsuit and shot, he's shot, like dressed school. like a b-boy. He's like dipping his chicken tendies and like yeah, you know, dipping the left dipping the wow. right. This
0: time. <laughs> right foot two stumps. Left foot <laughs> this is pretty two good. stumps. Slide to the right.
1: He's Slide doing all the moves but the he's left. dipping so he his
0: nuggets.
1: It is very long. Yeah, <laughs> as you mentioned, there is a SNL skit involving the cha-cha slide. There is uh, John Mulaney, right? Yeah. Okay, I think brave. it's one of those I SNL, SNL skits where like any other wedding, okay? the but concept any is of better family, than it's just,
0: I'm nervous.
1: Why? the execution. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know, I'm a software engineer But Mulaney's great
1: Because
0: okay, right. John bite, okay. The whole thing is that he's at a black wedding right, And he doesn't let's know the chocolate slide, down. right? You
1: no, know that he's like a little nervous let's to be baby. there Like he doesn't know people And then it turns out he knows the chocolate slide really well Oh,
0: that's right the And then slide he knows like gets her aunt
1: And like her sister's best friend from college Like, <laughs> you know <laughs> that being. He needs a DJ That's perfect, because John
0: is the whitest man alive Right, and then they're talking through the whole thing. I'm remembering
1: this now. There's also, like, different, uh, different call-outs. Now shoot them dice. Now roll them 70s. Top, top, out, you Turn it up. Shoot them dice. Is this the radio edit or the club edit? And this is the club
0: remix. The yeah,
1: it's kind of fun. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. I should mention, when we're talking about movies and, and television and such, that there's a Dakota Fanning movie called Oh Cha Cha Real Smooth. I've seen it. You yes. have, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, it looks actually it looks pretty good. It's on Apple TV, from what I can gather.
0: Oh yeah, it's great.
1: Uh, and it, from what I understand, it's it's about a boy who leaves college, unsure of what he wants to do in his life, and he meets a young mother played by Dakota, who's raising an autistic wait, child.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Or am I wrong? I was trying to place this movie today. Wow! Literally today. Go on. I was remembering a scene from this movie, and I was like, "What the hell is that in?" I couldn't figure it out. I could picture the actors. I knew what was going on in the movie. Wow! It's this. I mean, this is like three hours ago. That's wild.
1: That's that's so crazy. That's the DJ Casper magic right there, man. Yeah, um, Leslie Mann is in it. Oh, it's a good movie. Oh, uh, I'm interested to watch it. I will send me send you a clip of Dakota. Wow in an interview, and she explains why they named it cha-cha real smooth.
0: Well, um, The the cha-cha slide, there's one part where you cha-cha real smooth and that's the part of the song where you get to do your own little boogie. Um, And I think that that's kind of what this movie is about, is the part of your life where you figure out who you are and you do your own thing. I love that.
1: I thought that was nice. Mm, Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, Uh, uh, You know, the idea that the Break down the song, the, the metaphor for life. That it's the only time. It's a very instructive song. Life is very instructive in a lot of ways. Yeah. But the, the cha-cha real smooth part is you can do what you want. And parts of life, oh, you get to great. do what you want. So,
0: The guy who stars in it, Cooper Rafe, he's also the director. He's great. Huh. I'll check um, it out. My mind is blown right now. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have placed it if it weren't for this. That's very
1: funny. Amazing. Yeah. This is not a cover, but I have to assume, so I want to mention... I have to assume that the Cupid Shuffle is at least inspired by or in a way based on the Cha-Cha Slide. Yeah. Because if you watch the Cupid Shuffle video, it mimics the Cha-Cha Slide video. It starts out with a newscaster
0: talking about the song. Oh, this is obviously inspired. Yeah. This wasn't that much later. No. 10 years?
1: A little less? I, I think less. And honestly, I think I might conflate the two songs. I think I hate Keeping keep a shuffle more. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a song. There's a lot of singing in it. I just still think they're dumb. <laughs> like when you hear it at a wedding, it just seems out of place and unnecessary. This one is more of a song. It's kind of fun. There's also definitely some
0: cultural context that I don't have. That's also fair. On, on these songs. That's
1: okay, well maybe about the black wedding. I can understand of why
0: song. the style thing would be, yeah, it would be <laughs> a little more near and dear to other people who grew up doing this kind of stuff. But it's like, I heard it occasionally.
1: Yeah, that's very fair. And I was like, okay. The, the legacy of the song, I mean, it's everywhere. It's at wedding. It still is. Bar mitzvah, Bat mitzvah, prom. Movies
0: named after it. The Kansas got
1: movies named after two it. Two years ago. So, yeah, I mean, the legacy is huge <laughs> in the song. This uh, see. A lot of people credit the success and lasting power of the song because it's so easy to understand and dance to. Mm -hmm. Uh, It cuts across all genders, ages, cultures, which is, you know, what's great about it. The one program director that I mentioned earlier, uh, he was quoted saying, line dancing attracts me because when you go out to a party, you can actually do it by yourself. You don't need a partner. You can Mm -hmm. get up, have fun. You don't feel out of place because you have no one to dance with. Mm -hmm. I think it's a good point. Uh, The Guinness Book of World Records for the largest cha-cha slide was set in 2011. (laughs) 3,231 beachgoers in Blackpool, England. Wow. Blackpool? That's amazing. The song is still finding new audiences thanks to TikTok. Oh, of course. I will share one TikTok with you where they mash up it's two dancers. They match up this song with other songs. It's kind of cool. But yeah, you got a bunch of young kids discovering the song too. Yep. This is professionally shot.
0: Hey girl,
1: this shit just makes me want to feel Everybody a dance.
0: Clap your hands. Yeah.
1: But apparently it's like a trend. There's like a lot of shots outside TikTok videos. So one of many. Ah, uh, okay. Where are they now? Wow. Uh, Casper recently passed away yeah. after a long battle with cancer. He was 58 years old. Uh, he was originally diagnosed in 2016. Mm-hmm. He is survived by his wife Kim and two kids, Willie the Third, I believe, and Candice, as well as four grandchildren. Uh, after the song took off, Casper went on a tour with a bunch of people and with the likes of James Brown, even. Wow. Uh, he recorded a lot of other songs. Some are hard to find, and the ones I did find, they're all line dances of this nature. He was featured on three songs off Chance the Rapper's The Big Day album. What? yeah
0: yeah wow cool this house. yeah house i mean obviously, obviously chance is a is a chicago icon and has a lot of chicago musicians on his records so i Absolutely. love that i love that he he got mr c on there That's yeah
1: great pretty awesome Overall, Casper seemed pretty happy to just milk the success of of the slide. and Mm -hmm. uh, He seemed very humble about where the song came from and very surprised and delighted about where it took him. In one interview, he said, I have one of the biggest songs that's played at all stadiums. Hockey, basketball, football, baseball. They played at the Olympics. It's something that everybody could do. Jack, Jack Master Funk said... The guy traveled the world and got hired everywhere to perform one song. He signed an autograph, and it's generational, from 50-plus to 18-plus to kids. How many generational records are there, really? true? I mean, yeah, the song absolutely captures everyone.
0: I mean, I couldn't tell you when it was from.
1: It's right, just that- always been around. That says something. Yeah. Uh, his wife said that Casper was a fun-loving, giving person. He was a genuine, family-oriented man. He loved Chicago with all his heart. He will be greatly missed. Oh. Uh, his collaborator Bodie said uh, he found peace with Casper's death, knowing that his music will live forever. It's universal to this day. If you want to pack a dance floor, you drop that track. You don't need a partner. From babies to young people to older folks, it lays out exactly what you need to do to have a good time. Just true. Speaking of Bodie, uh, I struggled at first to find out what was up with him these days, <laughs> uh, but then I went to Trusty old LinkedIn and I. Stocked him you down found him on LinkedIn, yeah. Because surprisingly, he owns a fireplace store outside of Chicago. Okay, cool. <laughs> Change careers, did, did not see coming. Uh, so yeah, uh, like a, and like I have a, no a, idea. A
0: hearth store,
1: it was, I, I believe it's called a fireplace store and more. So there's probably hearths, <laughs> yeah. there and and chimney sweeping services and such. Yeah, maybe the occasional, uh. Decoration for above your mantelpiece. I don't know. Love it. Great. Uh, I have no idea where Casper's nephew, the, the aerobic constructor is. Uh, his name is David Wilson, which is just a hard name to Google. To wrap up, I will leave you with some motivational words from Casper that he said just this past May, two months before his death. Uh, and he was talking about cancer. But he said, Anybody that's going through cancer, you know that you have cancer, and cancer does not have you. So keep on doing the cha-cha slide. There you go. So now I like, I like the song. Like, he's such a good yeah, dude. Yeah, he seems like a great dude. I've come around. Yeah. What a story. Great story. I mean, just the one line of- Awesome story. That it's an aerobic song. Like,
0: <laughs> I mean, it
1: makes so much sense. It really does. When you know it, but would have yeah. never have guessed. Yeah.
0: And I think also seeing the cultural context of it is neat. Yeah, for sure. Um, Something, something I, I definitely don't fully understand. Uh, and, and just didn't experience it as often no, of course as not. a lot of other people did, you know, especially in the black community. It's super neat. I see why. I see. I get it. I get it from that,
1: um, from that perspective. It's a really cool context. So a lot of the folks that, yeah, you I know, read a lot of quotes and, and whatnot. Um, yeah, you know, it just seems like everyone It's a song that brings the community together. Yeah. There's a real, uh, pride in having totally. something of that nature. Um, they can dance yeah. to rally behind, and um, yeah, it really, it's it needs to come from that that aspect. Yeah. And I want to go to that club. Yeah, taste.
0: me too. It's funny that it's called the Taste because there's the Taste of Chicago, the big festival, the food, food and music, which makes
1: yeah, which makes looking at pictures of the Taste Chicago hard. Right. I was trying to find some more pictures and, and try to find some interior shots. Like, and then, like back a lot of that,
0: neighborhoods have. find much. The Taste of whatever neighborhood or the suburbs have the Taste of Arlington Heights. But everybody just says the taste, and it's like, well, which taste are you talking
1: about? <laughs> well, I think if you were in the south side of Chicago in the yeah, 90s, you would have known. They were going to call it wet. But then they are decided to go taste. <laughs> yeah. That's excellent. Yeah, because they had, there's like right. waterfalls oh, and course, ponds inside the club. Also makes so. sense
0: with the Purple Rain connection.
1: Yeah. It also makes sense yeah. with like a nightclub. I'm like, unlike the, there probably are many nightclubs definitely. in the 90s called wet. Yeah,
0: With people just like Spraying themselves with mist. Yeah, listening to JD. Yeah. Oh man, that was delightful. But I hear you have a I hear you have a big mailbag, <sighs> the biggest biggest mailbag, a big mailbag. Far. Uh, yeah, I'm excited.
1: It came from a listener, and then pff, really took a turn. The mailbag. We're allowed to correspond with said mailbag. So if if a listener sends something, and then a we up ask question. a follow yeah. question, <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, it is. It is about. Um, our episode about Joan Osborne's One of Us. And we we have a friend uh, named Josh uh, who lives in Chicago. And he is a publicist. And he is indeed Joan Osborne's publicist. That's right, folks. <laughs> and he texted me and he was like, oh, I saw you did an episode on Joan. That's so cool. And I was like, oh, I didn't know you work with her. That's really neat. And he said, everything that we said was true. He said, she's awesome. He said, she's just, she's... Just a great lady. Um, he loves working with her. And I thought, well, we had this burning question about the sample in the song. Uh, one of us in the beginning plays a short sample from a folk song called The Aeroplane Ride from 1937, which Alan Lomax recorded. Uh, and it's it's in the Library of Congress. Uh, so we knew that much. We talked about that. But we never got the answer, you know through our research on how it ended up in the song. What was the story there? So I asked Josh, would you ask Joan? (laughs) I said, if you feel comfortable with it, would you mind asking? He promptly sent her an email and Joan got back the same day. Love that. And he forwarded me her email and she says, it was on a compilation album of Appalachian music that I brought into the studio for inspiration during the relish sessions. So for the record, the singer is Nell Hampton. I bought the record in a little vinyl shop on Prince Street in New York City. That's all I remember.
1: Oh, cool! Wow, how cool! So she just she, she was just inspired yeah, by it, in and yeah, they like a she third just bought one.
0: it while they were making the record, and she wanted to put it in there. But love I love that it. she she bought the LP, bought it in New York City. Really cool.
1: Yeah, bought on Prince Street. I'm gonna figure yeah. out where that was. Very cool. Okay, this might be it. Rocks, rocks in your head, was a record store in Prince Street, and it closed in. The last vestige of 1970 Soho is about to disappear. Oh. What was it written? It looks like it was written, published in 2006. Oh wow! The rocks in your so. head, the record store in Prince Street, is closing after 28 years of business. Oh, it's got to be it. It's
0: a bummer. Yeah, I would think that's it. Oh, it looks yeah. like
1: it It moved, at the time, it moved to North 5th and Roebling in Brooklyn, which would be Williamsburg. Hmm. And if that was 2006, unfortunately, they're probably priced out of there, too, now. Yeah, probably.
0: Hey. It's like whenever we bring up places in New York, they're not usually still open. Yeah. The well, store's
1: rent is currently 5000 a month, up from 300 in 1978. Wow. Margins
0: on a record store aren't good enough for that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Well, now we know.
0: Now we know. Uh, I mean, we also recently had a very cool mailbag uh, when we heard from uh, David Johansson's partner. Yeah. Uh, But I had an email forwarded to me from Joan Osborne with the answer to our question. Very cool. The artists themselves. So thank you very much to our friend Josh. Uh, Really appreciate his help on 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 uh solving a mystery,
1: yeah, and thank you all for writing in, thank you all for listening and commenting on our posts and liking us and sharing us and rating us. Yes. it's all very appreciative. Yes, it uh, helps us keep drinking Sierra Nevada and keep bringing you great <laughs> songs
0: as, as quickly as we can. Theo, you're wearing a you want to hit T-shirt Don't remind yeah. the people we do have a merch store. Uh, I think I should take a selfie you're wearing one of the more popular items it's a great uh, shirt it's, the, uh, the, the basic tee on the yeah on the comfort colors I love those shirts those are the best
1: the, uh, the basic tee in the blue this is like a great fits great feels great looks yeah. great
0: Yeah. Uh, the yellow has been the most popular t-shirt
1: interesting I need yeah. to get myself one of them
0: very interesting
1: God, it is back to school season which means you need to, to, to get your new wardrobe you know <laughs> Get them got for the kids. Got to impress people when you get back to school your new wardrobe. <laughs> what'd you pick up from the summer trip? Oh. What podcast are you listening to, you know?
0: Yep. Uh, you know that your kids are going to be the coolest ones in school when they're talking about the, the weird song podcast they listen to.
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There's nothing cooler than a kid in high school telling their friends about Joan Osborne. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you would
0: be cool. <laughs> you would be. <laughs> Hey if you guys if you guys heard DJ Casper, check this out. That's a wrap on this episode of You Wanted a Hit. Thanks for listening. Good luck getting that song out of your head. If you enjoyed the show, please do all the things podcasts usually ask you to. They really help. Tell a friend about the show. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Write a review on your favorite podcast app. And visit our website, That's ywahpod.com. That's ywhpod.com for updates on new episodes and our merch store. We have t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, coffee mugs, stickers, and more. And it all goes back into the podcast. We would love to hear what you thought of the episode. And we also want to hear if there's something that we missed. You can reach us on Instagram and Twitter at ywhpod.com or directly via email at ywhpod at gmail.com. This podcast was researched, produced, recorded, and edited by me and Theo Bible. And our theme music is by AirDoctor. We'll see you next time.